0: Uh, hey everybody, we're talking uh, Season 5, Episode 19 of Star Trek The Next Generation, The First Duty, which always makes me say The First Duty and giggle. Uh, this is a wess episode. It takes place, uh, starting at 45703.9, headed to Earth, uh, for the big graduation. Current state, uh, the commander says, uh, he uses those words, I think, the current state of, uh. Maybe says uh, yo, what's our current state? I don't know why I have current state written there. To oh no, that was a question of myself to look up, which we did. Uh, good news is Wesley's on the uh, flight team. That's great news, and everybody's excited. And then we t- Troy Picard and uh, Riker take a row like a trip down memory road. Uh, they say send my regards to Superintendent Brand a formidable woman in Picard's formation in life. And Riker talks about his Vulcan superintendent who memorized uh, all, every page of everyone's uh, personnel file, like having your parents around all the time. And Picard talks about a Betazoid telepath, uh, uh, who when you got called to office, they already knew, you know, they already knew what you were up to. And Riker goes, Commander, you've been in the superintendent's office? I'd like to hear that story. It was in Picard, gets a call from the current Admiral Brand with uh, Wesley Crusher and the flight team. Uh, one of their ships ran out of gas, and it was because of poor planning. And so that's not good. It's uh, like, uh, so then probably Picard has to talk to Dr. Crusher about it. uh, And a.k.a. uh, in the situation, mama in the situation. Yeah, But he too has to tell Dr. Crusher, and she's kind of using uh, cognitive dissonance, talking about metropan, uh, bicarbonate substitutes, uh, Saying West is fine, he won't be in trouble at all for running out of gas. And Picard goes, Well, it's during practice for the graduation show. And uh, he goes, you know, this is just not uh, not good. His uh, best friend already left school, Josh. And she goes, Left school? He goes, Yeah, left school for the big big the big uh the a big uh, flight team in the sky, beyond, you know, the sky above space. Uh, and they say, oh, dear. And then the episode opens there, I think. Uh, yeah, Picard keeps, you know, keeps trying to reassure. Then we see San Francisco in the Academy or the Golden Gate Bridge. That's where the Academy is. And Brand's filling the parents in on the gas running out situation and, uh, uh commander albert's there joshua's dad who left school and left the flight team to join another flight team with real wings and they say should we cancel graduation they say no way students need to know there's still duties to perform what does this say Br- Brack and picard imagine if Brack and picard teamed up in a brand and picard talk uh and picard says you need any help at all uh if you do, I'm happy to help. I got a whole starship of people up there, uh, ready to go. And she goes, well, it's good to see you. I wish it was under other circumstances. She goes, yeah, am I speaking at this commencement? Uh, and she says, yeah, we're going to, uh, you know, we got to do, how'd you not, how'd you run out of gas? We got to look into it and have a hearing about it. Uh, so that's it. Then we get to, then, uh, it said, oh, did I put, is he meddling or is he helping? But I don't think Picard really meddles in anything. And then we see Wesley's doing some PT in his uh, dorm room uh, with his arm and or his wrist. Uh, no, he's doing an arm thing, I think. Uh, I'm ahead of the regular episode. He's got a telescope near his bed. We see his desk. We see Noidroll model. No role the there's a model of the enterprise there the old my enterprise maybe I don't know what nod role is so and then Picard and Crusher show up at his dorm room and just like if your parents showed up at your dorm room I mean sometimes when you know they're going to visit I guess he knew they were going to visit but he says he doesn't really want them there and he doesn't want to talk about the, the running out of gas or surrender leaving uh, to go to, you know, the wing to join the, the wings, uh, the super wings. Uh, and they're talking, you know, they're trying to get, they're trying to care for Wes. He's trying to be independent, you know, independent, uh, but he's a little closed off. And then there's another knock at the door uh, near his bed. Another knock. It's a squadron leader. Mr. Locarno. I get all the names mixed up. I think his name's Nick, though. And this guy, Nicholas, he hits every note in the book, man. He knows how to play adults like a tune. And he says, yeah, we we're sorry, we ran out of gas. Totally messed up. Uh, I got to take, you know, I'm a commander. I got to take it serious, you know. And then he says, "Then I think Wesley says, mom, father figure, please excuse us. And then some serious discussion happens between Nick and uh, Wesley. He says, "Just I'm serious, Wes." And Wesley says, "Don't be so serious. It's going to be fine. Don't make serious faces. You're making serious faces with the serious Wesley face." And the serious Wesley face music, uh, but still gets a loss from Mom. Still gets a lot, last for mom, loss for, for mom, look for mom, love for mom. She says, let me know. Oh, maybe she gives him a kiss and a hug, but goodbye. Kiss, yeah, there's a K-I-S-S. It looked like L-O-S-S and with my handwriting. She still kisses him goodbye. Because I think she was there as a role as mother and not as Dr. Crusher. Uh, Picard, no, that, that's when Locarno says, Wes, are you ready? Don't worry. So we already had the serious West face. He says, stick together. Then we get another West face, a serious West face. And then we see Ricard strolling the grounds of the Academy. We see the famous actor Ray Walston, who we'll talk about, who's playing the role of Hagrid, it seems like. Uh, And he's yelling about his flower bed and kids trampling in it. And Picard, his name's Boothby, he goes, can't you, and first of all, what kind of starship, what kind of cadets are walking through flower beds? I mean, seriously, there should be instant expulsion. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I can't believe, like, I'm not surprised he's mad. And Picard says, Boothby, what's, what's shaking? And he goes, Picard, class of 27. And Boothby goes, yeah, you used to have hair. And he goes, uh. How are you? He goes, cranky. He goes, just flower bed situation. And Picard goes, how about I give you a hand? And he goes, you? You didn't like uh, green things back in the day. And uh, Picard goes, well, I'm into it now. And he goes, don't plant them too deep. because." And then they say, they jinx. They say, stems will rot. Jinx, buy me a Coke. And we see the father figuring of Boothby because he says, Captain Picard of the Enterprise, no less. Commencement speaker. And he says, you seem surprised. He goes, well, not surprised, I totally surprised. He goes, nothing surprises me, and everything surprises me. Remember that thing with the Lagonian? He goes, I didn't think you could pull that off. And Picard goes, it was my love of running, which I didn't realize Picard was a runner. Maybe I did, not I forgot. Yeah, he goes, it's all in the legs. Uh, and then Picard, as he always does, sets a great example. He makes amends with Boothby. He goes, look, I wouldn't have graduated if you didn't you know, help me out, and uh, I'm sorry. I never said thank you. And Boothby goes, don't worry about it. You made a mistake, and people make mistakes. And he goes, you did what you do. You're doing your best. And he goes, I just want to make sure you listen to that voice inside you, the one that the, the right. You know, I was just trying to help. And Picard goes, well, I, at the time, I couldn't accept that help. I thought you were uh, mean. And he goes, I was, and he goes, and by the way, when I, back then, when I seemed so, uh, ancient, I'm the same age as you are now. And goes, yeah, and this is like foreshadowing kind of, but it's good exposition too. The goes, yeah, I gave you the silent treatment. He goes, well, you had to get your act together. And he goes, look how you turned out. Just great. And goes, you know, the, flight uh, Floyd team's situation. And he goes, oh Yeah. He goes. I know them all. Let's see. I know them all. This just stops Picard short uh, with the way he says it. Like, oh boy, you have some info. Uh, Then brush the dirt off the shoulders. Uh, He, I think that really happens. Somebody, I don't know if it's Picard or Boothby, brushes the dirt off their shoulders. Uh, Just like Jay Z would. And then Josh is playing uh, leader. My high point uh, into jealousy. So Josh is playing leader. He says like, "Follow my example." Anybody nervous? Uh, don't worry. Oh, being leader was the high point of my years at the academy. You guys are a great team. And then Josh is like uh, sewing, showing the simulation of the diamond slot Z plus twenty five Club Jaeger loop or something. This is it during the hearing of when they ran out of gas, uh five-degree climb. And, and they say, that's when Josh's ship ran out of gas and uh, up by Jupiter. And they say, okay, well, who was in charge of the gas, your flight plan? Because it doesn't seem like you're following the flight plan that you did. And they go, well, you, you no, we filed the flight plan. They go, really, Cadet uh, jar. And they say, "How did that, how is that possible? Well, it's still within the parameters of our flight plan. And they go, well, yeah, we changed the flight plan, but we were planning the fl- not the planning of the flight. Uh, and sorry, it should have been more precise. Uh, and they go, well, uh, what was up with one ship running out of gas? Uh, did you see it when it stalled out? And they go, no. And then they ask Cito, they say, did you see it? Because you were in the back. No, I didn't see it. Uh, Were you paying attention? Kind of. I was looking at my sensors. I didn't uh, have a visual contact. Uh, Also, Richard, uh, oh, this was like a bit like Top Gun hot shots. Like he goes, what do you think you're Top Gun? Low apogee turn did not match flight plan. Richard fancies... uh, one of the two. He's the Vulcan. He's very orange. Reminds me of somebody. Said you saw nothing. I liked how he said that. Did your attention falter? And then when they said no, I wasn't paying attention. We we're going on sensor readings. Everybody does a WTF. Uh, so much so that Picard has to whisper to Beverly, "What's the WTF?" Uh, and she's they go, "Well, that's weird." And nobody for sensor readings. And then uh, the bell gets rung. It turns out they're going 80,000 kilometers an hour. I think the bell got rung for order in the court. Uh, yeah, and I say order in the court, sensor readings. Uh, and they say, you, you Brand, that's Admiral Brand. She says, What are you doing? You're going 80,000 miles an hour and you didn't even know how much gas was in all the shifts? Uh, holy cow. And then Nick goes, well, uh, Admiral, the change in plan. Nick or uh, Josh uh, really liked to put his – he was a Leadfoot. Uh, he wasn't going at the right standard efficiency, so it threw off our mathematical models, uh, you know, because they say 55 or 65. And Josh said, well, no, no, no. I have a different concept of efficiency and fuel. And so it was kind of Josh's fault because he was like, uh, once he knew he was running out of gas, he tried to go faster instead of trying to get, 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 refill or let us know. And they said, you knew he liked to drive in a not, you know, what do they call that when the hybrids try to, uh, and they go, yeah, hypervolting or something. I don't know what it's called, but I know what you mean, hypermilling. And they go, you knew that and you, he didn't do that and you still let him fly? And they go, not good. Uh, oh, boy. And they go, you. you this is Mr. Hotshot, I put. He totally blames uh, Josh. So Brand is not happy with their lack of judgment. Uh, and they go, don't worry. We'll have the flight recorder information from Weiss thing tomorrow. And she rings a bell. And then Nick tells the rest of the team, everything's fine. Trust me, Uh, nothing to worry about. Uh, then we're back, uh, on the enterprise in Regards, to meeting majority in and data. He goes, we got to get Wes out of this pickle here. How the heck did they run out of gas? Wes wouldn't, uh, you know, Wes is cons could be concerned about those things. He would have made sure every ship had the right amount of gas. And if it didn't, that they would fill up on gas for, for everybody. So, uh, and they say, well, uh, we'll work on it, commander. Uh, then we're in the dorm room, and uh, the the flight team's meeting, and they go, "I can't believe you blame Josh for that." Uh, and Nick says, "I got to do something," and Wes goes, "Well, I don't believe in lying," and we're, and he goes, "We're not, we're just not telling the full situation," and he goes, "Wes says this has nothing to do with hypermilling or whatever they could call it here now." And Nick goes, "Look, he goes, uh, this is the truth. He, he didn't. He wasn't perfect in his efficiency." And Wes goes, "Well, we don't know that perfection's. He goes, that's, uh, we don't have data to prove that.'" And he goes, "Of course we do." Uh, he goes, "He goes, if we all had the same amount of gas, why did he have less gas?" Wes, come on, it's easy. And one of the other people backs him up. Uh, says, "Okay." And Nick goes, I know you want to make Josh look good, Wes, uh, but uh, he goes, we got to watch our own backs. Uh, he goes, uh, what do you want us to do? Tell him that we didn't, maybe we uh, didn't actually pay atten- We didn't actually pay attention to the amount of, we didn't check our gauges before we left. We really want us to admit that. We'll be out of the academy. I mean, can't do, what if you were, there's no way they could trust somebody. If you can't get to Jupiter and back, they say, well, you'll never get to, you know, 47 beta Z in the outer rim. And Wes goes, I don't know. And he goes, just don't give any information out. You don't have to lie. You just you don't give out any new information. And then he goes, super boy He goes, look, man, I picked, I handpicked you. And I wanted you on here. And Josh, ch- 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 oh, yeah. He goes. I told well, let me. I don't know. Let me see. Uh, but Josh totally is like, come on, Nate, uh, Wes. We're best friends. Uh, this is about these te- you know, flight team, man. Uh, then we have Wes is solo practicing um like his flight recorder stuff. Uh, and uh, so he says, uh, oh, they still talk about I can count on you. You made a promise, promise we're Nova Squadron team. We've got to stay a team. And then Wes is prepping for trial. Josh's dad, he gives Wes a sweater that Josh had uh, from their ski trip in Calgary. And uh, Wes is, uh, he says, I heard you tutor Josh in mathematical, statistical mathematics uh, was Josh was really driven to do excel at the academy? He never gave up, uh, but I'm sorry he didn't check his gas gauge, Wes. Really embarrassing for us in the family. Uh, so I'm sorry about that. Because uh, he kind of brought—he didn't check his gas gauge, and it took a, it took—and he didn't drive with excellent efficiency. And then uh, Wesley's uh, on stage, and he. Uh, kind of shows a video kind of how they came out of Titan's gravity or Titian's gravity. And he explains, yeah, this is what happened. Uh, total baloney and right. In, in every, as in every courtroom drama, he walks right into it. Uh, uh, cause they say, uh, oh, tell us about that Jaeger loop. Uh, uh, they go anything else other than about to run out of gas, and you know that it was totally—you uh, you were all surprised. You didn't know that you didn't check everybody's gas, like gas buddies. That's part of the Nova Squadron. Wes says no, and they say okay, but what about this Jager? Explain it. And Wes goes, so we start in the diamond, then you loop back, uh, then you loop over, then you go in a new direction. And they go and you're your flight team, so you stayed in formation. And West goes totally, and they go totally in formation. And they go, West goes, yep. And then they go, okay, show the uh, dash cam from the satellite. And they go, you were in a circle, not a dark, di- diamond, uh, when you were in your Jaeger loop. Uh, are these in the diamond formation, West? He goes, no. And they go, what the heck? Uh, and West they go, what's the what's your explanation? And West goes, I don't got one. Navicon G or six uh, three seven nine. That's no diamond loop. That is some effing circle. They say diamond slot. My rear end. That was my emphasis, I think. Uh, and then Beverly goes, uh oh. And she goes to his room. She goes, don't worry, Jordy and Data are on this. They're going to have everything that happened, all the data. And the truth will come out, Wes. The truth will set us free. There's got to be some explanation. My Wesley is a gas buddy and doesn't lie and also knows formations that might not be super gas efficient. And Wes says, mom, don't protect me. Uh, Stay out of my business. Then Picard goes to seek out Hagrid, and he says, uh, they say, let's uh, start with the metaphor, weeds in the pitosporum, don't let the plants grow. And then he says, you got to pull them with your hands. Picard goes, what about an herbicide? He goes, yeah, you could explore space on a holodeck instead of a ship. And he goes, I need some more Nova Squadron info. And Hagrid says, not good, huh? And he goes, nope. And he goes, remember that big party against Minsk after you won the game of 24? He goes, three weeks of partying after. He goes, there's a lot of celebration. It was total upset. And he goes, yeah, the people today are just that proud of Nova Squadron. They won the Rigel Cup. Uh, and he goes, they're, they're the queens and kings of the school. And Nick's their leader. He's their coach, their surrogate father, best friend, all in one. And if he asks them to do something, they're going to do it no matter what, even if it means hurrying up and not checking the gas and just going. And Picard goes, gulp, gulp gulpy-poo. And then he goes and checks in with Data data and Geordi. And he goes, you got anything? And they go, well, we're working on it. We got 53 computational models uh, to simulate everything they were doing, you know, speed, altitude, you know, efficiency. And they go, anything else, like uh, strange, Ricard says. And they go, well, there's a little fluctuation in the power. That could have used more gas. And Ricard goes, wait a second. What, uh, he goes, what could have impacted the efficiency, the engine efficiency? And they go, well, landing struts, uh, something with the landing struts, uh, cooling interlock. Uh, and that's unusual because it's supposed to be closed and it was open. And they go, well, why would it be open? Uh, and they go, well, if you wanted to do... Did you ever see the movies uh, F- Furious and Fast? Remember those? He goes, you know the nitro part? And Ricard goes, yeah, I know the nitro part. Of course I know the nitro part. And he goes, uh, they go, maybe they were doing something like that. That We used more uh, fuel. Ricard goes, that's exactly what they're doing. Coal vote Starburst or something. Coolant interlock, WTF, hot rodding. That's what I put, igniting the plasma. So Wesley has to go to Picard's ready room on Picard's turf. He says, You know what a kobold starburst is? And Wesley goes, Something when you're level one, you got to uh, deal with. He goes, No, that was banned since the movie Fast and the Furious came out, man. And Wes goes, Well, Nick wanted to do. He goes, or No, maybe Picard says, You know, my theory is Nick wanted to go out in a blaze of glory, right, Wes? Uh, am I correct? And Wes says, I choose not to answer. And he should be gulping because Picard goes, You choose not to answer. He goes, You already answered. And Wes goes, I answered. because I, I answered with the, the minor versions of the truth. Uh, and Picard goes, You neglected to mention. About the fast and the furious stuff, uh, and omission is still not the truth. And goes, You know, I let you on the ship, I let you sit in my chair. I didn't like kids, but I started to like you, made you an ensign, thought you were going to be an officer, never questioned it till now. He goes, The first duty of every Starfleet officer is to the truth the scientific, historical, a personal guiding principle. And he goes, if you can't stand up for that, I don't know even know what to say. And he goes, I'll make it simple for you. Either you tell, tell it or I will. Uh, either way, it's coming out. Uh, I love I how you, say you choose not to answer. Totally happy, not happy, scorned. So then we go back to Wesley's dorm room. He's Wesley's pacing. Nick shows up, and Wesley's totally, you know, Nick, we're busted, man. Totally busted. And Nick is, I think he may be actually working today in politics because he says, uh, totally busted. He goes, what, is, uh, what does Picard have exactly? He goes, he knows everything. He knows Fast and the Furious. Uh, he's seen those movies, uh, figured it all out. And says, uh, he says, Nick says, well, what proof does he have, though? It's just a theory, right? And he goes, if he says that's his theory, we'll say, that's a great theory. Uh, and uh, But that's not the truth, uh, unless you have any proof, Commander Picard. And Wes goes, I'm not going to call him a liar. He goes, no, it's not a liar. Just say you're misinformed. And they go back and forth. Uh, and Nick again says, who are you committed to, man, the team or yourself? Because uh, I'm committed to the team. And he goes, "What are you like gonna the t, t, you know, T, t. He goes, what are you gonna spill your beans on the team?" And uh, he goes, "Stay loyal to the team. That's what it's about. Uh, don't make a spay for your guilty conscience." West goes, "Well, but I'm a member of the team, so you're gonna let me take the fall for the team." And he goes, "Yep, uh, that's what's most important." they say, heck no, totally. He goes, Picard totally played you, man. It was just a good speech uh, to turn you against your friends. Uh, Save the team, I would. They go back, and the case is almost closed. They go, we have our doubts, but we can't prove anything about uh, you guys hot-riding around. And if there's no further evidence, Admiral Brand says, I ring the bell. But for some reason, Wes waits until after she rings the bell to come clean and totally clean. He goes, we let Josh down. We were supposed to be gas buddies, and we weren't gas buddies. We were get-up-and-go buddies. Uh, and uh, Wes Picard and Mr. Locarno took the fall in the—oh, so then— uh, yeah, so Wes tells him everything. Yeah, we, we, uh, I wasn't telling the truth. We were, we were hot-riding it, trying to make, like, Fast and the Furious 7. And we never checked Josh's gas gauge. And, uh, so that's it. We were, uh, and then Picard, we see Picard and Wesley in the garden. And uh, the, this is afterwards, after some time. He goes, so Locarno's out, uh. And Wes goes, we 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 should all got kicked out. And Picard goes, almost did, but Nick took the fall for the team, and said he, you know, pressured all of you. And Wes goes, just like he said he would, that he tried to guilt me into, and then it didn't work. So then he did it himself. Uh, And Wes goes, I have, you know, I let everybody down. I feel awful. And Picard goes, you should. And uh, you'll get a rep remand and lose all your credits for the year, and you'll have to stay at school with everybody not liking you. Difficult times ahead. And Wes goes, yes, sir. And he goes, well, you knew what you had to do. I just made sure you listened to yourself. Goodbye, cadet. And Wesley says, goodbye, captain. Oh, Also, at 43.30, Wes says, I feel awful. Sounds just like Charlie Brown. Yeah, I liked that. I mean, and uh, can't believe his credits got taken away, but it makes sense. Uh, and that's how the episode ends. Okay, so I want to cover a couple of things I want to look up here after this episode. One was like, what is Earth uh, in Star Trek The Next Generation? Because they visited Earth. What's the situation on Earth? And yeah, this is from the Memory Alpha Wiki. Uh, Earth, uh, also known as Sol 3, Terra, Telus, uh, or the world, is the inhabited third planet of the Sol system, homeward of humans and the vault uh, among others, capital planet of the United Federation of Planets. In 2150, planet was unified under the United Earth government, became a member of the Coalition plan- of Planets in 2155, and the United Federation of Planets in 2161. The President's Office, the Federation Council, and Starfleet Headquarters and the main uh, campus of Starfleet Academy are on Earth. It's, uh, as we know, spherical-shaped. Uh, some people don't, but uh, planet, uh, you know, it's Earth we live on, around Seoul. We're in the Alpha Quadrant, 90 light years from the bow- Boundary to Beta Quadrant and 16 light years away from Vulcan, 90 light years from Klingon. Homeworld, world and for those of you who went into, into wild times 90 light years away from Risa, uh in the late 19th century the earth uh, the orbit of earth was depicted on a german map of the inner solar system yeah uh, then so that's just about maps uh, history let's see what it's got about um, history after 20 2018 uh, from mid 20th century onward, uh, man and unmanned spacecrafts were launched. Uh, uh, continuing on to the 24th century, uh, from the 22nd to 24th, were major construction projects in orbit of Earth uh, expanded, it's the expansion into space. Some of those Warp 5 complex, uh, San Francisco Fleet Yards, Space Dock, Earth Station McKinley. And with 2063, the first successful flight of the Phoenix, Earth became warp-capable. Uh, according to Daniels, I don't know who that is, but uh, Earth still existed in the 31st century. Maybe that was that, that uh, scientist, uh, uh, but maybe not in the same way as it had before. Earth had to deal with you know a lot of stuff that kept Star Trek interesting, a lot of... Uh, ups and downs uh so i think that's a, that's just a little bit about earth in, uh in 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 the star trek universe now what about ready room this comes up uh in the episode in a lot of episodes it's just, C- commander picard has a ready room and it's, it's it, there's a ready room and aircraft carriers so that's where uh, off duty on duty pilots stand by to fly their airplanes Uh, And they wait, uh, some times viewed as a club club room, uh, like just a waiting room. Uh, The Star Trek version is more likely the captain's sea cabin, which was a place, uh, you know, like a cabin on a ship, uh, which the commanding officer would have the great cabin that was normally the width of the stern with large windows uh, let's see a little bit about Picard's ready room from uh, Memory Alpha, or I guess in general. Yeah, this is a personal office reserved on the commanding officer in the starship, or ex- access from the bridge where the captain could engage in administrative work uh, with all the equipment without being interfered with or inter- interrupted and have in- instant access to the bridge and hold private discussions and receive classified communications. So that's kind of a nice little summary of that. I think that's good. Uh, What about Commander Alpert? He came up in this episode. He was Josh's dad, and he was his operations division Starfleet officer in the 2360s. Uh, uh, That's it all. all, uh, But he was played by Ed Lauder, uh, L-A-U-T-E-R, uh, who was an actor and a stand up comedian and appeared in more than 200 films, TV series, a career over 40 years? Born in Long Beach, New York, uh, and uh, went to C.W. post campus of Long Island University. Uh, his first uh, uh, role was in the Broadway production of uh, The Great White Hope, a boxing drama. He was on the TV series Manix. Uh, uh, he was 6'2 and known for his height and balding looks, according to Wikipedia. He was in the film Family Plot, uh, The Short Night, Longest Yard, Kong, The King of Kongs, uh, but actually did another way. Uh, Time Rider, My Blue Heaven, The Rocketeer, The Artist. He's been in a lot of TV shows, uh, How the West Was one, uh Psych, X-Files. A Kojak, A Team, Miami Vice, Magnum PI, Booker Charmed, Highlander, Law and Order, Star Trek, uh, Equalizer, The Waltons, ER. Uh, so, really, I mean, definitely a familiar face and a really talented uh, actor. What about Boothby? That's uh, Picard's Hagrid. Uh, Boothby was a good, good groundskeeper, a human. Uh, Starfleet Academy in San Francisco during the 24th century, probably born in the 2260s and uh, he was disdainful of herbicides and high-tech devices and you know, most of it's covered I think only in this uh, this episode I don't know if he's, is he, is he in any other episodes? Oh, there was Alternative Boothbees, yeah uh, in uh, with uh, Catherine Janeway Uh, So, yeah, I guess uh, Boothby comes up more than once. But Boothby is played by another famous and familiar face, uh, Ray Walston. I watched this episode with my parents the first time, and they said, oh, that's my favorite Martian, which I'm not familiar with. I mean, I've heard the term and seen the pictures, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Uh, But he was the title character on My Favorite Martian. He was in South Pacific, uh, Damn Yankees, The Sting. I yeah, probably knew him as Mr. Hand from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Some people might know him as Judge Henry Boone-Bone from picket fences. Yeah, uh, but he's been in a lot of film, a lot of television and a lot of Broadway. Incredibly incredibly talented and uh yes, yeah, Mr. Hand. He can't uh, and, uh I think they also had a TV show in the ni- early 90s uh or the 80s uh and he's been at Night Court, L.A. Law, Picket Fences, Star Trek: Next Generation, Voyager. Uh, appeared in Hamlet. Uh, uh, it was in the opening credits of Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories of Mice and Men, uh, Doctor Quinn, Madison Woman. So great, great! Uh, oh, Adams Family reunion. I didn't even see that. Oh my goodness! Uh, seventh Heaven. So really a great character, uh, Ray Walston. What about Hagrid? Let's drop a couple Hagrid facts here because I don't really know any. Head over to Wikipedia. Fictional character in uh, Harry Potter, introduced in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, half-giant, half-human, gamekeeper, keeper of the keys and grounds of Hogwarts. Uh, Then becomes the care of a magical creatures teacher, and he's also revealed to be a order spoiler of the phoenix. Uh, Hagrid was among the characters that J.K. Rowling uh, said she created on the very first day. She explained the source of the name is other old English word meaning if you were Hagrid, it's a dialect word, you'd had a bad night. Uh, Hagrid's a big drinker, he has a lot of bad nights. Uh, His first name, Rubius, maybe is uh, Latin to reflect alchemy, in a contrast to to Dumbledore's uh, his passion to Dumbledore's aestheticism. Uh, Let's see, the character of Hagrid and conversation between him, Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and his other expository throughout the series. Uh, due to the fact that the trio frequently discover things about Dumbledore and Hogwarts by talking to Hagrid, who lets information slip out. Uh, he was in Gryffindor House as a student, and uh, but he got kicked out uh, because he had a pet uh, that they didn't like. um But headmaster Armando Dippet agreed to train uh, Hagrid as a gamekeeper, allowing him to stay at Hogwarts. And by the time Harry got there, he was uh, promoted. And then you have to read the books uh, or watch the movies for any more. Uh, But Hagrid's, Hagrid's, you know, nice. I think he's probably, I don't know if he's grumpy. I'm I'm, uh, just getting ready to watch all the movies in a row at some point soon. Also, Richard Fancy, the actor, had a role in this uh, as an administrator, a Vulcan administrator. And I said to myself, uh, where do I know Richard Fancy from? It ends up Richard Fancy was uh, Mr. Lipman on Seinfeld. Uh, Also been in Wonder Years, uh, uh, Nixon, uh, Boston Legal, so General Hospital. I said, well, I didn't watch General Hospital. Maybe I... So that's where I said, hmm, where am I recognizing Richard Fantasy from? Um, but that's, uh, again, that's it. Yeah, but uh, to change the subject, I guess I just ordered uh, all the Blu rays of Harry Potter. So I'm going to get to watch those. I don't really watch a lot of Blu ray, or I don't watch any, any too much on physical media. But I don't know if I've seen all the, the Potter movies. So, I'm not, you know, not to change the subject from Star Trek, but I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, not that I'll do any episodes because those are way too deep. Uh, also, I think I mentioned Newt Scamander is now my, like I said, who, I can't believe, uh, I didn't see the first movie in the theater, but I will see the second one. I don't know, I was really proud to see. A hero that was it kind of reminded me of uh, an heroic awkwardness, uh, without being fixated on his awkwardness, that so he was just being himself. Uh, it really thought that was a a wonderful uh, uh, moment. Uh, it, like uh, I don't know, just a wonderful film and portrayal. Uh, so thanks, J.K. and Eddie, and everybody else involved in that film. And, uh, you know, rest and, and know that, uh, you too, as yourself deserve a good night's sleep as you uh, get more comfortable in bed there. Good night. I want to thank everybody for the show on Patreon. Uh, Raymond, Sergio, and Cheryl. Uh, thanks, 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 and good night. Alana, uh, Hana, and, uh, Sarah with a C. Thanks, 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 and good night. Uh, Hannah. Nicole and Steven, Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. And good night. Jenny, Tessa and Rebecca. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. And good night. Jay, Elizabeth and Michelle. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. And good night. Another Hannah, uh, Evan and Sue. Thanks. 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 And good night. Leah, Paul and David. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. And good night. Rebecca with a K. JC. And Brooke, thanks thanks and thanks and good night. Uh, Michelle, Mark and Dennis, thanks thanks and good night. Uh, Donut, uh, Jackie with an eye and Samantha, thank you thanks thanks and good night. Uh, Tatiana, EA and Amy. thank you thanks thanks and good night. Uh, Kenneth, Kristen and April, thanks 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 and good night. Abby Heidi and Betsy. thank you thanks thanks and, thanks and good night. Shelly, Abby, and Daniel, thanks, 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 and good night. Julie, Deborah, and Katie, thanks, thanks, and good night. Ann, Laura, and Joshua, thanks, 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 and good night. JR, uh, Joanne, and Rachel, thanks, 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 and good night. Alicia, John D, and John B, thanks, 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 and good night. Aaron, Lee, and Will, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Diana Dale and Charlotte. Uh, thanks, thanks, and good night. Emily Donna, and Margaret. Thanks, 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 and good night. Uh, Jeannie, uh, Christine and Chelsea. Thanks, 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 and good night. Sean, Sam and Catherine. Thanks, thanks, and good night. Casey J and Donna. Thanks, thanks, and good night. Mirror, uh, Jason and Lee. Thanks, 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 and good night. Uh, Jennifer, uh, LPM. And Brett, thanks, 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 and good night. Uh, Jason, Anthony, and Yannick, thanks, thanks, and good night. And Gene and Karen, thanks, thanks, and good night. Thanks everybody for supporting the show on Patreon. If you want to be wild like these people I just listed and uh, support a free podcast, you say, well, I could benefit out of it, well, let me support it. Uh, become a subscriber, uh, just like the other things you subscribe to. Uh, go to slash patron. Sleep with me as part of Night Vale Presents. You can check out all the great shows at nightvalepresents.com, and we're also a part of PRX over at prx.org. Good night, everybody.